0: Oh my god, and welcome back to Please Like Us. I'm Reagan White. And I'm Ophelia Johnson. And we are just on our knees, um, consistently begging you for your approval. And your firstborn.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Reagan, by the time this airs, obviously it won't make sense date-wise, but tomorrow's my birthday. Oh my
0: god, happy belated.
1: I'm turning all of 27 which on public access TV, that used to be MTV.
0: Mm, well, I have to say that no one's killed you yet. So I admire the public's restraint.
1: Facts. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we've kind of been like doing like a little bit of celebrating all weekend, just like kind of like whatever mm. um, on Friday night, I did get a little bit buzzed. Uh, can I tell you what I did? <laughs> what would you do? I so Miles and I have a joint account that like is like, Kind of our savings. Did I take money from that account? Yes, I did. Did I buy two styled wigs online? Yes, I did. Did I then have to aggressively apologize? Yes. (laughs) Yes, I did.
0: (laughs) Oh my god, didn't you already just buy a bunch of new wigs?
1: I don't want to be judged. It's my birthday. (laughs) Oh my fucking god. But also Miles did give me a really nice gift because I asked for a bathtub pillow and he got me my bathtub pillow and got me my little thing that goes across the bathtub and got me some bath bombs. So I was very excited. <laughs> okay, Reagan, are you ready to discuss what we're going to talk about
0: today? Um, I'm ready. I don't think everyone else is ready. Oh no, that, that even worries me. Not just the audience. Today we are unearthing drag stories, drag secrets, some stories that I'm pretty sure other performers have never heard from us because I don't know who's heard what. So, Ophelia, I think you're going to hear some stories that you had no idea have gone on in my life.
1: Oh, my God. I'm so ready. Because it's not like Ray and I do do shows together, but it's not like we're at every single show together. So I think I think to start off, let's start off with some stories that kind of... uh delve into the more positive vibes, because obviously there's some stupid, funny stories. There's also some, also some stories where maybe things didn't just go the way you wanted. So, uh... so I
0: guess we're doing all your stories first then. (laughs) (laughs) Kidding. (laughs) Uh,
1: So Reagan actually did ask me to talk about this because she wanted me to. So I will. Uh, So I did a show in Waterville. It was a child, like a children's drag queen or drag story hour. Um, it was me and Vito Vane doing it. So, who this Vito Vane? I don't know if you've ever met. No, very nice drag king, very interesting performer. Really liked them. Really fun to talk to backstage. Mm. Um, so we were uh, we were doing the show, or we were going to do the show, and before that. In the event there was a lot of uh, there was a lot of hoopla and a lot of people saying that like exposing your kids to to sexual monsters was crazy and blah 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 and I'm like I don't do this for like sexual kicks I'm like ew that's weird I don't do drag and I'm not into children like no thanks hard pass so originally there was supposed to be a, a different drag queen right. and. They are uh, from the local area and they got very nervous and they were just like, I, they're like, I work in this area. I live in this area. I don't know if I can do it. So I stepped in last minute Mm. because when people, when people call or when I'm beckoned, I do it. When people say I
0: I have $5, Ophelia will show up.
1: (laughs) Facts. If you have anything green, (laughs) I will show up Uh, (laughs) that's the lawn clippings so we show up and there is a protest there is only like nine people on the opposing side one person dressed up like a clown and i'm like sis you you hit the nail right on the head like hello i am a clown i was dressed as miss frizzle and Miles did take this really cute video of me walking through the crowd, but the crowd I'm walking through is the positive crowd, because on the opposite side of the street where the bookstore was, they had a big group of everyone that was supporting, and it was almost like 90 to 100 people. It was really nice. And mind know. you, this is this is all pre-COVID, obviously. Like, this this isn't a thing. Yeah. Like, we I haven't really done any gigs post or during COVID, so...
0: Yeah, it was something because like I remember seeing this and like all of a sudden just like all hell broke loose and like there was all this news about like they're going to protest and all this stuff. And like, I mean, drag queen story hours can be the most tense gigs because of this, because protesting and people like losing their shit is like a regular uh, thing versus like I would say your average drag show is not going to get protested.
1: Correct. I also, I have the hardest time, like, try. I always try not to cuss in front of children, of course, but, like, that's, like, the one thing that I feel like I at least, I le- at least let out one, just because, like, I work in a kitchen, so, like, I can't help it. I've got that potty mouth. I'm like, sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, excuse me. I also did a couple of news interviews during it, and let me tell you, the news interviews, the footage, homophobic i don't realize i didn't realize i thought i painted for fluorescent lighting i guess i didn't because i knew (laughs) it was going to be overhead fluorescence and i ended up being ghost white like i just i was like normally and most of the time i don't even like correctly match my foundation to my skin it's always like probably a shade or two darker than it's supposed to be Mm. but i was just like, honey casper the friendly ghost really did float into that room and was like not today
0: homophobes oh my god
1: but yeah that was my fun little uh that was my fun little adventure into child reading
0: it must be something to try and keep your cool when you know that people are like protesting outside while you're trying to do something
1: yeah in the, in the moment it was it was definitely scary i remember having uh being antsy like when we when we arrived and i also like just made sure to like be like i'm not trying to be dramatic but miles if anything happens today i love you very much like tried to like do that like precursor where just in case oh yeah just in some odd re for some random reason if it happens like i'm just know i love you and like it turned out to be a great event and was really a lot of fun
0: uh, yeah, I mean, I think this group of people have proven that they're uh, kind of unpredictable and kind of uh, violent as time has gone on. So I think it's pretty clear that, yeah, it's pretty good to be cautious.
1: Correct. And also, like, the thing that they were protesting, if you don't want to expose your children to it, don't don't bring them to the, tr- the story hour. That's literally all you have to do. I don't feel like there needs to be protests and all of that, but if you don't agree with what i do then please just don't bring your kid they won't be cultured and they won't have a good time but uh hey that's (laughs) on you sis
0: (laughs) (laughs) she put on the sunglasses today and now she's ready to read
1: oh my god i got myself some like nice elton john and they're yellow Mm. makes everything makes reagan look like she has jaundice which i'm sure she does (laughs) (laughs) just a touch
0: Yeah, those gigs are something. I honestly have turned down every single one that I've been offered, but it's just because I don't really have a good rapport with kids. So I'm like, I feel like this is such a crucial, like, moment in, let's say, like, parent relations and also kid relations in terms of exposing them to the LGBTQIA community that I'm like, I really want someone with, like, some sort of, like, know-how on how to interact with kids and be really, like charismatic to do it not someone who's like clearly nervous so that's why i usually say no idk i just i not to be a curmudgeon but i have such a stickler about who should be doing those types of gigs if we're being real i like it when someone who's like had experience teaching kids has done it like your bunny wonderlands your chartreuses people who have like whatever or like people that are bubbly like yourself or like very sociable like Gigi. like i just sometimes you see someone has a personality of burnt toast and is reading to kids i'm like so do you want them to grow up to be homophobic
1: (laughs) (laughs) or the outfit does not cater to the event because literally like there's sometimes i see some of these like reading story hour outfits and i'm like
0: i for, for children yes i think i know exactly which one you're talking about and i'm just like okay So let's remember the context and the mission statement of doing this. Like, it's just, what? Oh, sorry. No, go. To me, it's like, it's for people who have the training or just the innate, like, ability to do it. I don't think it's an everybody thing. And I know that makes me sound mean, but it's just like, I think it's such a crucial, like, learning lesson for the, like, the audience that attends that day that, like, I want someone, like, like Rhea sunshine like that's a great person to have that's very bubbly and fun
1: mind you during that during that there was a couple of people that were like can you hold my baby i'm like oh your kids can pose next to me while i sit in this chair but i don't want to hold your child i'm you? not like, responsible i'm not i don't want to be
0: responsible <laughs> baptize them in like the lgbt safe waters <laughs> <laughs> yes
1: so Reagan, would you like to talk about some of the titles you hold and some of the titles I ho- well, I'll talk about titles I hold, but would you like to expose yourself? And-
0: I don't really hold a title per se, but I mean, at Miss Blackstone's I got third, which I guess means I'm the Duchess of Portland according to Termin. Get it. The Duchess. Yeah. It was really fun. I liked Miss Blackstone's a lot.
1: Yeah, I, I didn't place in the top three, so I don't know what I where I placed, but uh, whatever. I had fun. <laughs> we had fun yeah
0: it was a good time
1: uh so the one title i hold was in 2018 i got portland's best drag personality by uh the portland phoenix so that was fun
0: yay Mm, yes we love recognition i was very
1: i was very like excited that night and of course the event starts at four o'clock so your girl's there at 3 30 in like full drag ready to go what's the last one of the last awards that they give best track personality I had what to sit through that? what time is it now? Or no what, what time? time
0: was it when you ended?
1: oh my gosh I think it was like 7, 8 o'clock like it was dark out and literally like we were getting so close and then all of a sudden they were like and Portland's best mac and cheese and I was like I'm done tell me if I won already like "I best mac and cheese come on because mind you, they didn't do all of the awards, but they kept a few in. And I'm just like, what? Mac and cheese? Oh, we kept God. that
0: one? The story of a fucking drag queen's life. We rate less than a goddamn bowl of mac and cheese.
1: Well, they probably wanted to keep the ones that would keep people around till like the end. And like us drag queens really like to hang out and be rowdy. So they probably just wanted the hooting and hollering. And eventually my hands started to hurt. So I was like, I'm just going to yell now because I can't keep. Clapping. Oh, you look so pretty that night, though.
0: Which just time? that night. <laughs>
1: Blackstones.
0: What? Oh. Miss Blackstones. Although my makeup has changed so much since then. Like yeah, just back
1: your, your gown with like the the, the faux fur. Uh, it's just
0: mm, chef's kiss. Although a lot of people said my backup was actually the one I should have used. It's the one that we used in our promo images with the gowns or the promo videos. I don't know. I liked it.
1: Mm. I think it. I think if you would have worn that other one, it would have been very light on stage and felt maybe less regal than the dark burgundy that you had on. No, yeah,
0: I think the hair just, I didn't like that we had to have something specifically for a crown. I was like, mm, that means like a lot of my hair options are out.
1: Yeah, I mean, people still try to wear, wear big wigs when they're getting a crown on their head and it's like, nah.
0: Should've just been realistic with myself and knew it was Gigi's year, so fuck whatever hair I had.
1: (laughs) Should've just wore a little bus driver wig and had a good time. Yeah. (laughs) I was really just there to have a good time, honestly. Like, I just... uh, Once I finally hit time, I was like, eh, if I get it, I get it. Whatever. If I don't, I'm okay.
0: I, from... From the word go, I wanted to place, and I don't know how I would have felt if I didn't place because I really tried to put the hard work in. You know, Chartreuse and I were good losers, so that's that's all that counts. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, you know what, I probably would have been a little bit sore, so whatever.
1: Okay, Reagan, uh, how do you feel about if we go into more funny stories? Do you have any funny ones? Uh, from do you want to hear about experiences?
0: Do you want to hear about the worst brunch I ever did?
1: Please, I would love to.
0: Okay set the scene we do this brunch pretty consistently it's a lot of fun i would say i'm the least known entertainer there so i have a chip on my shoulder about trying to like break out from that and we had themes for it and this one was abba themed and I don't know if anyone's listened to a best of ABBA, but it just sounds like one continuous fucking track. It, or seen Mamma Mia. <laughs> it, it it sounds like the same song over and over to me. I don't know if any like ABBA historians get mad at me, but like ABBA's very like it's just the same damn song in my opinion. So like I'm listening to this, I'm like, how are, how am I gonna stick out from four other people? And we're only allowed to do ABBA songs. And I'm just like, okay, I I have to come up with a gimmick. So my first one was take a chance on me. And you know how take a chance on me? It's the girls and then the guys are take a chance, take a chance, take a chance. Yes. Okay. So I decided to get a uh, hand puppet in the shape of a T-Rex. And that would do like the guy parts. Mm -hmm. It's a really cute idea. And people laughed at it. But then it doesn't like I don't have anywhere to go with it. And then I have a glove on my hand. And at first it's cute to try and collect tips with that thing. And it's like, kind of like whatever. And then as the number goes on, I'm realizing that it was such a bad idea because I can't hold on to anything. And at a brunch show, like some gigs you do tips are like kind of up there and everywhere. Brunch gigs, you will make the tips. So I'm trying to collect all my boatloads of money. I keep on dropping it and having to pick it back up while I'm trying to perform. It was a mess. Okay. This is this is just prelude. This is just this is just like the beginning of just the rest. prelude. Oh yeah, this is the beginning of the rest of my life. Um, in terms of humiliation. Okay, my next song. Oh, we're still at the same gig. We're still at the same gig. Oh, so. oh,
1: girl, we have yeah. some embarrassment going on here. Okay, let's oh go. Oh my god.
0: But okay, so I decided to do uh the shares take on um I think it's gimme 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 or something like that. Honestly, I don't remember. I kind of blacked it all out. Okay, so there's like a lot of musical breakdowns during this thing. I don't dance. So I was like, you know what? I'll just be one of those queens that doesn't care because when you're a queen that just all of a sudden the shows like, I don't care. It's always like a thing. So I was like, I'm gonna do that today. So I'm just gonna eat fries while that part happens. Burger King fries, thick cut fries. And I didn't get them that day. I got them the day before. They're stale Burger King fries. And I'm chewing on them during the music breakdown. That's fine. But guess what? It is impossible to swallow without water. So I, as soon as the music starts coming back, I start trying to lip sync with a mouthful. <laughs> trying to swallow these dry ass fries. I'm not getting anywhere. And I start choking on them in the She's middle of my potatoes. number. Yes. I start choking in the middle of my number because I have potatoes in my mouth. Fucking, it was embarrassing. And I almost like I act, ax- I almost like spit out some of it and it almost hit an audience member it was stupid it was <laughs> it was one of the worst moments I've ever had in performance it was just like after that there was no recovering and I just needed it to end and mind you my introduction from Shauna because Shauna Ray was the one who introduced me Shauna was like This girl's amazing. I don't. And she said something effect. And it's like stuck with me ever since. She's like, I don't think she realizes how talented she is. And then I go and do that. It was. Oh, God, it always happens. Whenever I'm going to do a serious number, everyone hypes me up as a comedian. Whenever someone says something so nice and so precious that has stuck with me to this day, I go and I bomb so fucking royally.
1: You're like, don't say nice things about me. This is how it affects me.
0: No, I I held composure I got my tips, I cashed out my tips and then I went in the car, called my friends and cried.
1: Oh. <laughs> yeah.
0: It was bad. It was so bad.
1: Honeybee.
0: Yeah. Don't
1: cry. Whatever. I mean, We've
0: all had those days. We have but all But when had you those really moments.
1: respect your art, it shows a lot when you do like cry about something you know like because you really do respect the art that you're putting out
0: there oh yeah I'm not embarrassed because I've seen like pretty much each of us have a fucking meltdown about one number or another
1: yeah it's happened that's happened to most of us mm. um I would like to tell you about a time I was at a burlesque show <laughs> or performing in a burlesque show not I don't take my clothes off I mean I think I did have a little bit of a reveal so I have this one number that I do it's the uh, "I Want a Hippopotamus for Christmas" number. Uh huh. <laughs> so what happens is it starts off with that song. I come out in pajamas and I'm like skipping around with a little uh, a little hippo that's wearing a tutu and just like going around having a good time. And then all of a sudden it goes into like uh, it's just what I always wanted. It's perfectly right. I think it's from Jack Frost, mm-hmm. that movie. Um, and then Miles comes. Miles, my husband, comes out in a giant inflatable hippo wearing a tutu, like, from Fantasia kind of vibe. Comes out, and all of a sudden it goes into Dangerous Woman where I'm, like, sexually attracted to the hippopotamus. (laughs) There was this one night where we were performing at Empire. It was with the, uh, it was with the main tees. That's what I'm trying to say. Mm -hmm. The main tees at Empire in Portland. And we were performing, and... I did it with Miles. And at one point, he's like supposed to lay on the ground. And that's when I put on like a hippo mask. It's like a realistic looking hippo mask. It's really creepy. It's supposed to be funny and stupid. Uh, And I jump on top of him. And let me tell you, I popped the costume when I jumped (laughs) on top of him. (laughs) So all of a sudden, this like inflatable costume just looks like the saddest gray, like scrotal sack that you've ever seen just like and he's like trying to get off stage because it looks so stupid (laughs) (laughs) luckily we were able to fix the zipper and get three or four more shows out of it but i think that i think that numbers retired unfortunately because that costume was really cheap and we popped the zipper so many times oh my god (laughs) If you'd like to Venmo me to so I can get a new hippo costume, it's Ophelia underscore drag. Thank you. Oh my god.
0: <laughs>
1: Just another. Okay, so Little Miss Ophelia Johnson does help book for a show at Sugarloaf that it's like an Equality Main weekend where it's like come ski together, like let's all be gay and skiing down the hill, whatever. So Equality Main and I kind of partner up and figure out shows and stuff so i book people and of course i book reagan because hello i'm here to have fun and a good time and uh sugarloaf ended up putting us up in a condo and they put us up in a condo every year blah 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 so it's a really fun time it's a really good weekend uh we're kind of always trying to expand it and have a good time and uh yeah i really really like it so uh
0: reagan what would you like to share about the weekend (laughs) First let me say that the story I'm about to tell takes place two years ago. I have been booked for this gig since and I do not behave like this anymore. And there is more backstory than a- actual sugar loaf that goes into this. And does it make me look good? Eh. I don't know. I think it makes me look fun. We'll see how you perceive it. <laughs> okay. Mama so, doesn't get drunk. She has fun. <laughs> Mama had a lot of fun in both of these stories. It's just what happened afterwards I was, got fucked up. Multiple stories. Wait, what? yes i told you about it last weekend all right let's start so this story starts actually on new year's eve so i decide to go to main street with the gals and the gals are in drag and it is a fun night and as always at main street there are go-go boys who are doling out the shots and we know one of the go-go queens and so like we're in like you know so there is this beautiful go-go boy who's uh name is nicholas Ryder, um and because i was with queens um he took care of the gals that night and so it was like you know shots out of his thong and i am not gonna say no especially to that ass because let me just tell you if for some reason cars all of a sudden were outfitted with airbags just like his ass i would say that no more fatal crashes would happen I dare say I don't think anyone would break a single bone anymore. I okay. just wanted
1: to smash your face into it just like an airbag.
0: <laughs> and I fucking did. <laughs> Woo,
1: child. I took
0: those shots. I took those shots right from that dog. It was a great fucking night. Cut two. I at one point went in the snow that night like in my boots and so snow got into my boots and I stayed at Bianca's house and Bianca lives in the attic and it's kind of drafty and i had wet socks on so i slept in the cold in wet socks and what do i get sick for two whole weeks i was wow. sick from january 2nd right until the day that we did sugarloaf the day before we did sugarloaf i was still like i should not go and then the day came and i was like you know what i feel good enough to go but I hadn't been anywhere in two weeks, and I wanted to have a good time. Again, I was very responsible the next year. But this is just me being a wild <laughs> drag queen. And what else would you fucking want? Okay, that's why they listen. Full blown, whatever. I had such a fucking like. I had such a good time at Sugar Loaf, and so <laughs> the first year of Sugar Loaf, the after party, like. We, like, what was it? We did our performances. We went up to the widow something.
1: The Widowmaker.
0: Yeah, we went up to the Widowmaker. We had a good time. And then afterwards, party's still going on. Party is still full-blown, full tilt. Next year, once we left the bar, I would say we were pretty much all in bed afterwards. Pretty close. Um, But this year, we were just, like, going hard. Okay, I don't know what to say about this, but, like, anyway, suffice to say, like, a couple hours go by. We're all partying. Some people have gone to bed. But like some people are still going strong and I'm going strong. But the thing is, I have no more coke or sprite or anything to mix anything with. And we still have this handle of vodka. And I decide to take a shot and I it goes down the wrong hole. I don't think people realize I wasn't that wasted. It went Pipe. down the wrong hole. Pipe. <laughs> Pipe. Pipe. Whatever. It went down a fucking cylindrical surface in my fucking being. Anyway. <laughs> Butt chugged it. No. Anyway. I start choking and I puke and the problem is is that I'm already drunk so my body's like oh it's time and it's just like uh, did you ever see... <laughs> did you ever see Rock of Love? Yes. When Brandy M in season one starts puking but she has a napkin up to her head and it's literally like there's just puke like water falling out of the sides of her mouth. Oh, That's me. Yeah. Except it is not liquid. It's a solid. <laughs> you just pooping
1: <laughs> You're just pooping everywhere
0: and it's, It was weird it looked like ribbon candy I don't know why um, oh. Yeah I do not get it but I remember it Like vividly Anyway so like I am trying to rush down the stairs Because it's multiple stairs in this condo It's pretty luxe, And fucking I'm just like rushing Apparently I fell down the stairs Don't remember that part But like anyway so I eventually make it But I have left a trail of vomit And I being like I could still clean it up, or so I thought, but, like, literally, I just remember someone was like, all right, just just go to bed. And it was taken (laughs) care of. And it was wild. And the next day, it was, like, I think we all were trying to, like, get extended, like, to stay in the morning, but we found out that we had to, like, get out of Dodge. Yep. It's a bunch of people who have only been in bed for three hours. And... (laughs) It was me, Arabella, and Cherry in my car going on the way back. And it was like that video for uh, Scar Tissue from the Red Hot Chili Peppers where everyone's just war-torn. That was us. That was us (laughs) for two and a half hours. And I am sorry to Arabella. I got, like, I got Applebee's or something delivered to me. And, like, Arabella was just chilling at my house. And I kind of just, like, dropped her off. I was like, I need to do the shame in peace right now.
1: (laughs) I just need to mow this Applebee's that is definitely microwaved in peace.
0: Oh, oh, yeah. It was not good, but I fucking... Oh, my God. It Like I said, I just want to reiterate, I did not behave like that. Last year, I went. It was fine. I had some vodka, but, like, I was a good girl. Oh, my God. So,
1: to finish off
0: Sugarloaf real quick. Uh,
1: so, you ended up leaving. Did you leave for Saturday or did you stay for Saturday? No, we. Year. Oh, uh,
0: wait, hang on.
1: When Arabella was like dancing on stage, just for the the like dance party. Oh
0: no, I left that day. Uh, because okay. I think everyone did brunch and then we left.
1: Yeah, okay. So uh that night we all go to the Widowmaker to support Arabella. Whatever. So we're all having drinks. We're all having a good time. We're all vibing, whatever. So it, get, it gets closer to the end of the night. And I'm I'm quite turnt. Uh, so a bunch of them have already left because they were like, eh, we're kind of getting tired and we're, it's getting late. And I was like, OK. So a bunch of them leave and they're like, we're just going to catch a shuttle down to the, where we were. So they left. We had a vehicle and the vehicle they were like. They were like, oh, we're going to wait for Arabella to get done. But I was kind of done, too. But I didn't leave with the first group because I just didn't know. So I started walking down all of the parking lots. So you like, there's like a little staircase in between all of the parking lots. And you just keep going down and keep going down. Mm-hmm. So at one point, I'm in like probably the second or third parking lot down. And I'm like, oh, what's this cute little trail? I start walking. All of a sudden, bitch, I am on the goddamn bunny trail walking. In the middle of the night with shoes on I'm like And it was so slippery And I literally walked the whole bunny trail Back to the condo <laughs>
0: Diane that's how fucking people die
1: Oh my god I know And then all of a sudden I'm literally like I re- Rather than walking all the way around the building To the door I knew we were using I just went to the front door and literally started calling them And was like somebody let me in Somebody let me in I'm drunk Bitch the door was unlocked It wasn't even locked <laughs> my drunk ass was literally just out there literally wearing a dress that I tucked into my pants because I thought the shirt was gay and cute but like it was actually a full dress that I wear in drag but like tucked it into my pants I'm like oh my god what a mess and then I just somebody had acquired pizza and I just remember like passing out face first in pizza
0: oh my god I do remember this last year they actually got us chicken tenders and let me tell you if you are booking drag queens <laughs> more than we want alcohol, usually by the time we show up at the gig, we would love some fucking food.
1: I remember, Reagan. I remember you being so passionate about the chicken
0: tenders. Literally, oh there's like God.
1: the I... lady was like, can I get you guys any food? And we all just were like, <gasps>
0: yeah. what? Well, it was just like, the thing is, is that like, because at a gig, we show up, we basically have to start getting ready. We don't have time to fucking eat and like a lot of people that really evades them so like we'll show up and we're just kind of like drinking but we really are like usually looking for food and it's just it's really nice when it's there already or someone's ready to like set us up and so whoever oh god i could not ever remember what her name was but she took care of us and she got us food i was like god bless you right god bless
1: so, folks, let's uh, let's hit up a commercial break because Ophelia's bladder is small and she has to pee again because Reagan and I are, are partaking in an adult beverage. Theme, theme, appropriate. <laughs> Correct. That's also why I'm wearing these sunglasses for the
0: shade. Woo! Alrighty. And welcome
1: back from our little commercial break. <sighs> Okay, so getting back into some more funny stories of things that have happened to us in our drag careers, uh, I think I'm gonna tell. I think I'm gonna tell you about a little show that we did in Reedfield, Maine. It's at this little tiny theater, and it ended up actually selling out, which was crazy—like you wouldn't have thought. Uh-huh. Uh, so it—it it was a Broadway-themed show. Uh-huh. Vito Vane again coming into the stories was the one that was putting it on and I was the one hosting it. Mm. So at the show, we're all decided to do different Broadway numbers, blah, blah, blah. And at, for my for the closing of the show slash my second number, I asked Izzy if she wanted to do uh, Defying Gravity with me. I was going to be Alphaba, uh, and she was going to be Glenda. So mm. I I, during the like during the intermission, quickly painted my entire face green and then tried to cover up the rest of my skin so that you couldn't see it. So I was wearing like long thigh-high black boots, everything was ready to go. Izzy and I had like not really rehearsed it, but we like knew what we wanted to do. Uh-huh. Right before I go out on stage, I step in this spot that like we're backstage where there used to be a tile. But it was like a linoleum tile that used to be there. So there was a lot of adhesive, oh, and it no. literally pulled the sole all the way back on my boot to the heel of my shoe. So during the number, like three seconds in, my shoe is just impossible to walk in because the sole is just flopping around like crazy. I look like that, like. You know, like that little homeless man that they show that has like the toe sticking out kind of vibe. Yeah, that's definitely the vibe I was giving off. And I literally had to like yank off my entire shoe. I was like, I just can't do it. So I performed like staggering around. It's like, guess what? I can fly. <laughs> I'm like, but I can barely walk in one heel. <laughs> <laughs> So I was staggering around the stage, going crazy, but it was still—it was still a good time. And Izzy, literally, like, bless her heart, just like was running around the room collecting all our money for us while I was like still lip-syncing on stage. Uh, it was great. And then when I like finally hit like the last high note because it's supposed to look like I'm flying, she death-dropped right in front of me, and I fucking started cackling. I couldn't help myself. <laughs> I was just like, that was the perfect thing because it made it look like I was like flying. Mm. And she was down on the ground and I was above her. There was also one woman that I literally, like, she, I performed my first number and I hadn't even done, like, any hosting set because I just opened the show. So I didn't get the chance to tell them how to be a good audience member. And she literally, like, yanked me, like, pulled me into her. And once the number was done, I literally, like, took the microphone and went, looked right at her and went, ma'am, this is not what you do. And then at the end of the show, when I was, like, saying goodbye to everybody, because I went to the front doors where everyone was exiting, and I was, like, saying, like, goodbye, thank you for coming to the show, blah, blah, blah. She literally, like, skirted me so hard and, like, covered her eyes and, like, walked away from where I was standing. I was like, oh, gosh.
0: Oh, whatever. Lesson goddamn learned, then. Like, that Correct. not
1: but most people like being like verbally harassed by a drag queen. So I thought I was fine. And then all of a sudden she was like, took it actually really personally. And I was like, oopsies. Oh, Sorry. people
0: drinking. It's hard to know where they're going to go with a.
1: Yeah, facts.
0: Mm. So I thought I'd share another story. And we're going to start off negative, And then we're going to build to something funny, but still negative.
1: <laughs> <laughs> hey, don't we all need a little moment of negativity?
0: I'm going to say that this is a teachable moment where Reagan White informs people how to treat drag performers specifically if you're taking pictures of us because i'm sorry i'm gonna call this out i am still a little pissed that that first year at sugarloaf everyone got pictures some people got multiple pictures i didn't get a single picture during the show after the show whenever when the album came out of all the pictures from the show i didn't get any
1: oh. i don't know who the photographer was that year
0: i don't care who it was it's just like let me just say right now that's not a thing you do because I think a lot of the response is like oh like you know like just you got to be more impactful like don't get me wrong I had a very rough night that night because I like Was trying to do something on carpet and my heel slipped. It was not a great night for me. But at the same time, I deserved a picture like everyone else. It really did not make me feel good. So I'm going to say this much. If you're taking pictures of the performers, make sure you get one of everybody. The person who does not get one is going to feel sad. So, like, get your shit
1: Or even just give them one of those ones that you would have just deleted anyway. Like, at least make sure they're in the album. If someone was at the show, make sure they're in the album. You know, even if you didn't really get a good shot of them.
0: Gonna also say caveat on that one. Get a good picture of them. Get it at the beginning of the number. I don't fucking care because guess what? We got a part two to this and it's going to go a little something like this. All right. Just to summarize, like, please, if you're going to be taking pictures at a drag show, make sure everyone gets the picture. Trust me, it matters. And also, try to make sure it's a good picture. Because, Ophelia, here's a little something to look at. Uh, Oh, no. (laughs) Yeah, that's a picture of me from the USM Majesty drag show. You want to know what I looked like that night? What, beautiful? Yes. Yes, actually. I was. It's a USM drag show. Most of these people are doing it for the first time. And this is what I looked like that night. It's on your Facebook messenger.
1: Oh my God. Yes. I
0: looked fucking dope. Now, hang on. We're not done here. Here. Also, was your, was your wig sliding back? Yes. We're not. We'll explain in just a second. Here is a picture of everyone else that night because it was released as a photo album. People of, let's say, not as much makeup prowess as me. Here are their pictures. Oh, honey. Would you say that everyone else has oh, nice pictures?
1: They did you dirty.
0: <gasps> Queen. So, by the way, this was like four months after Sugarloaf and the picture situation. So I said to myself, I'm getting a good picture from this gig. So it's a USM Majesty drag show that I guessed it at. I got in my, my head my mouth
1: can't stop just being wide open
0: <laughs> cuz fast oh, oh this i'm sorry this image is going to be <laughs> this will be the cover photo of the episode okay yes perfect i love so, it so let me explain the story behind this image so i knew to stop and pose cuz i've done this show multiple times i knew to stop at pause at certain places so the photographer can hit me
1: and that was the other thing i was going to tell you but like perfect you yeah. know perfect
0: so, mind you, this is the first, this is the second time I'm wearing a ponytail wig. Now people see me in a ponytail wig, maybe like every single time they see me. But, <laughs> full blown. But, it's your brand. I had my hair uh, pinned, and then I had the front held on by nail glue. Not spirit Ooh. gum. I had nail glue. I had a welt on my head for the next two weeks. Anyway. Clean. Ugh. So here's what happened in this image during the last part of my sugar daddy mix, my sugar daddy mix. This song is on for about 20 seconds and it's at the very end during that last part, my wig came up. And this is when the picture was taken. It is 20 seconds out of a four minute mix. And somehow this was the fucking picture to put in. I'm sorry if there's a lot of F-bombs here, but I think it's warranted. I Look at the whole album of everyone else. What happened here, kids? You couldn't have a better picture of me. I really just, I'm sorry. There's sometimes I'm here for excuses. I'm not here for excuses. Look at me. I'm not look at her. I am not accepting excuses. This is not okay. So let me tell you, this is a teachable moment. Take pictures of every single performer and just get a good one at the beginning so that you at least have that. Don't post crappy pictures don't post crappy pictures
1: I, I mean queen just look at the photos that came from last year's Sugarloaf. like my friend had never shot an event like that and literally like there was some decent photos i was very happy with the way that they all turned out
0: yeah so anyway that's me and my picture like i'm sorry that is one of the most ridiculous hilarious images i've ever seen of myself but i'm still a little bit pissed that that happened because i'm just like diane the whole album of every other performer is fucking beautiful. People with bad makeup skills look great. What happens?
1: Oh, Queen. There's so many times where I'm like, ooh,
0: she was too passionate during the number. Because there's sometimes where the faces are just like, huh. Well, because the year before I had another crazy picture. But the thing is, is that I didn't give anyone any opportunity to get like a normal picture of me. I was crazy faces McGee from the start and I know that number well enough to know that I didn't give them any moments. But when (laughs) I give you moments, give me a fucking break here, kids. Hang on. Here's a picture from the year before. It was in like the news.
1: Oh, she was on the news. Like it was in an article. Look at that face. Look at that face. It's in the chat. (laughs) Yeah. I'm totally feeling like those man mom moments right now. Wow.
0: We will be including this at our Instagram at please like this pod if you want to see what's happening. All right. Oh, there we go. Ah! <laughs> Here I we go. This space. Yeah. This mm-hmm. is the one time
1: that, like, you really went out there in that makeup and I really liked it. Like, it I liked great, it a lot.
0: But I gave no one an opportunity to get a picture that was good. By the way, someone did get actually some good pictures of me. I was pulling faces the entire time. The performance I'm talking about the next year, I gave so many moments where even against my numbers like theme, I looked like cool and sexy. Like how hard do I have to try here kids? Facts. And um
1: Reagan, that is definitely one of the like more weirder makeups you've done. Do you do you ever feel like you get stuck in the same like makeup over and over again or do you feel like you just try to differ it just enough.
0: Uh, well, I think the problem is, is that I just don't have enough outfits and accessories to, if you're going to commit to like, let's say a certain color, like if I'm going to have blue skin, I need to have things that match blue skin. And whenever I think about doing stuff like that, I'm like, I don't have enough outfits that match this like sort of idea.
1: Yeah. I vibe with you. Um, the best, the best gig that I have gotten that has really helped with my creativity is uh, trivia. I do trivia at the Topsom uh every other or every Tuesday or every other Tuesday in drag. I do it every Tuesday, but one week it's just Patrick and the other week it's Ophelia. Yeah. Um, it's currently not going on right now just because of all of the COVID things and blah, blah, blah. Cause I have to be technically 14 feet from people. And I, we just said, let's 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 put a hold on it, but it's great. Cause I only have to wear one outfit to do trivia and i get to have the instagram content and i get to do whatever weirdness i want like i get to try out new things all the time Mm. and it's it's fun it's very fun uh there's times where people people don't get it but you know what like hey it's my art so if i want to experiment and try different things this is the perfect place for it
0: do you mind if i pee really quick i literally my bathroom's right there so i'll be like we're right back yeah okay cool Reagan,
1: you're in the bathroom right now, and you're going to have to edit this out. But, uh, hi. Hi. I'm sorry I drunk Facebook messaged you the other day when I was drunk and said I love you. But, I mean, I do. It's the truth. I hope you enjoy listening to this later on. Bye.
0: She's a woman! is all righty okay so here's a little story that's fun and it is a little bit of a mood shift from me uh bitching about how everyone's mistreated me um (laughs) (laughs) whatever take pictures of me anyway (laughs) fucking (laughs) all right so here is an example of how i am ignorant okay okay so at a gig i was doing there's stairs to get into the performer area and at this gig i was very early like in terms of like i was already ready so everyone else is getting ready no one's moving around but i am up and down those stairs constantly (laughs) and then one of my friends comes up through the stairs and says are you aware that someone's giving a hand job on the stairs right now And we're like, what? And the thing is, everyone else has like some sort of excuse. They haven't been out the doors. Meanwhile, I had just come back. I had not caught this. Anyway, one of the audience members and another guy was through the pants doing some hand things. And I had completely missed it. It was just happening right out in front of everyone and Jesus. Um, if anyone is like, oh my god, you shouldn't be saying this. Uh, what gig was it? Because I've given no specifics. Um, but grr, if, that, okay. if that says anything about me and how much I pay attention to the world around me, like that is it. I missed a public hand job that was right in front of me. Wow. Uh, I have I have a story for you, and this does pertain to drag, but I will name no names. Are we building up blowjays next? Anal next? <laughs>
1: Uh, maybe i wasn't i wasn't present for it so somebody somebody that will remain nameless came into my hotel room after after we did the gig after we did the dang thing they asked me if i had a douche because apparently somebody wasn't ready not that i would share one but somebody asked most of the time i bring my own stainless steel straw to uh to all of my gigs so i took my stainless steel straw and a pepsi bottle i had in the room and a lighter and i melted a i got my stainless steel straw really hot and poked a hole through the lid of the pepsi bottle and made them a douche
0: no yeah no they said it worked so hey
1: She's here to get people laid. Hello, Ophelia Johnson. You're welcome.
0: <laughs> that is call me the MacGyver of douches. That was the <laughs> aluminum can to smoke weed out of. Solution to douching. Oh my god!
1: I can't believe I forgot about that and just remembered. <laughs> so Reagan, there was one. Uh, there was one drunk night that I think you might actually remember. Do you remember when we did the uh, Halloween Nightmare Before Christmas show? I think you were there. I'm pretty sure you were there for Golden Goddess.
0: It was Nightmare Before Christmas. Yeah, it was. It was during October, and no, it was Tim a... Burton. It was Tim Burton. That's Tim when Burton. Was, that's when I debuted Delia Dietz. That was a good fucking night for me. Thank
1: you. Okay, thank you for being there for remembering. Yeah. Okay, thank so you for your eyes. so mind you. So I started off, I started off the first half of the show, like Reagan, Reagan touched upon the, like, we don't really eat. Like most of the time we, we forget. And like, we're basically beating a mug when it's like dinner time and we're just kind of not in the mood for it. Yep. So I was started off the first half of the show. Great. Whatever. I don't I don't actually remember what I did for my first number, but whatever, um, I just remember thinking it was a good idea. I was Sally from The Nightmare Before Christmas. And I remember it being a good idea that my drunk ass was laying on the floor behind the curtain and stuck my leg out like that part where she's trying to get like the Oogie Boogie man to come. <laughs> so my legs just like Oh wait, I remember out. you doing this. I remember seeing it <laughs> from backstage. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, oh, feeling what are you doing? Oh, my God. I literally was like dangling my leg out just being like. I think it went way. over okay, though. I think people are like,
0: woo, it's a heel. It's oh, a my God. But by the end, I was just. Uh, that was crowd gone. likes to drink. I'm sure it was fine. Oh, right. The only problem is that you can't make any references at drag shows where it's like that because it's just like they're not remembering the whole damn movie. They're drunk. Stop trying to make references to like one scene that happened 15 minutes in. No one remembers if that's because if, I am very cerebral about my drag sometimes and it's just like to three people they really appreciate it to a room of like the other 50 people they're like what the
1: fuck yeah correct they're like why
0: yeah so Adam asks us favorite performance yours or otherwise from Studio 55 yes Sachet Cabaret where we got our start ish so many memorable performances. How do I choose? I personally, my my
1: favorite performance I ever performed there was uh, I did "I Dreamed a Dream" uh, from Les Mis.
0: Oh, that's s- right.
1: Sang by uh, Anne Hathaway, and it went over really, really well, and it was a good time. And I mean, I'm I'm always a sad, sad, uh, sad song kind of person, so. It worked perfectly for me. God, and I was drinking facials. that
0: performance. I started fucking crying. What was your favorite performance at Studio 55? I, you know what? I really like Vanity. I wasn't in that number, but I really like the <laughs> look of it. It's my Vanity. Every time I look at me, I turn myself on. Mm-hmm. <clears throat>
1: i'm not gonna lie i'm real bad at choreo so like that was like a challenge for me but you know we did it and we got through it and we did it i think
0: besides a group number that was the one that everyone spent the most time on so i got to sit and chill on my phone (laughs) yeah and then to have the number go from four to three backup people
1: uh Uh that was a little Uh bit hard to figure out but you know what? we did it we did
0: it we went there you know sometimes people all of a sudden bail maybe they're on the run from the cops who knows what happened (laughs) the world may never know we don't know her <laughs> who is she who was she god no I don't even rem-
1: I barely remember uh, our next question is from Sandra Better be she good. said what is your favorite style I don't know what, it's, what it is in reference to but A pizza uh,
0: Reagan what's your favorite style my favorite style I like ponytails for all genders i and
1: non-binary
0: i like ponytails for my head i like it for your head i like it for the wall i like it for your car i like it for this planet and i like it for this galaxy i say hi ponytails for everyone 2020 whatever this year is it's so affiliate what's your favorite um style my favorite style is definitely victory rolls just
1: victory roll me all the way home honey
0: mm-hmm. Put a little hot dog in between oh you look like the fourth of july <laughs> I just want to take a bite out of it real bad.
1: No, let me do it. Let me do it. Do it. Oh, my God, you look like the 4th of July. Makes me want a hot dog real bad.
0: Uh, You want a cookie? I'm Mm. taking the dog, dumbass. (laughs) So moist.
1: (laughs) Okay, so there was this interview. There the, was this interview with Jennifer Coolidge, where uh-huh. I, this I got this quote from, it it makes me laugh every time. Oh, I never had children. I'm barren. <laughs> <laughs> this makes you laugh every time because <laughs> she's so honest. Mm. Okay, Reagan, would you like to do hostile goodbyes now?
0: Let's do it, <laughs> Reagan. You remind
1: me of a baby bell cheese, red and waxy on the surface and shitty on the inside. <laughs> what (laughs) i don't know
0: (laughs) it's your rosacea (laughs) i don't have any yeah i know
1: i'm just kidding
0: ophelia i love it i just saw you in an ad actually i don't know if you know about this it says lipstick companies hate her find out her secret Mm. thin lips (laughs) (laughs) oh you fucking bitch (laughs) Alrighty, friends, and that was the episode. Thank you so much for listening, and especially this time around. Please follow us on Instagram at Please Like Us Pod. That will be where the relevant images will be found. So you're only getting half the experience if you do not follow this podcast. And please follow us individually at Ophelia underscore Drag and Reagan. What is yours? <laughs> Mine is the underscore Reagan White. That is R E G A N. And for any listener questions, please submit at pleaselikeuspod at gmail.com. Ask us for advice. I would love to give responsible advice. Folks, this has been please like us. Have a great night. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye -bye. I love
1: you. Please like
0: us. We want you to please like us. We hope.